With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Cowboy fans. I'm sorry. You got screwed. I said it at the top of hour one. You got screwed on the pass interference call. But if you take away that call late, which might have gotten you into overtime, it might have given you a shot to take another pass into the end zone. If you take away that play, the bigger issue I think that is out there for Cowboy fans is you're the same team you were last year. Last year, the Dallas Cowboys couldn't win a close game. They were 1-6 in in one-score games. You saw Jerry Jones kind of pumping his fist. Now's the time. You got the ball back. You got the stop. You got the ball back with two and a half minutes to go and one timeout. All you needed to do was get a field goal, get into extra time and to overtime. And for almost every play on that final two and a half minutes, the Rams won. The Rams' defensive line, you couldn't block them. They were getting a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott. Credit to Dak for making a good throw to Michael Gallup on one play. But if you go back and you score those plays for an offense or a defense, almost every single one was won by the Rams. Now, I think Jalen Ramsey got the benefit of the doubt on that call. I think being the highest paid cornerback in the history of the league gets you those calls. That was a superstar call. I think he sold it a little bit. Saw the same kind of sell going on with, honestly, the Chargers. You waking up this morning in L.A., both of the L.A. football teams won their games because their corners sold an offensive pass interference call And I'm not sure, I'm pretty confident the Michael Gallup one was garbage. 
I'm not even sold on the idea that A.J. Green's pass interference was 100% pass interference either. If you didn't see the end of the Bengals-Chargers game, Joe Burrow drove his team down the field, hits A.J. Green, who's created space, puts the ball exactly where it needs to be. But did A.J. Green push off, or was that a little bit of a flop? Are we starting to see flopping everywhere in sports? Remember back in the day, they used to make fun of Euro basketball players for how much they flopped and Euro soccer players for how much they flopped, and now everybody in pretty much every sport flops all the time. Everybody's a theater major. Used to be like, oh, nobody's going to take a dive like they do in soccer. Now you see it happening everywhere. Now we even got football players taking dives. Ref even took a little bit of a dive. Did you see the uh, helmet to the chest? You can't touch the ref. That was a bad decision. But in the uh, in the Bears and the Lions game, the helmet to the chest, that was a uh, questionable decision. He was trying to demonstrate what had happened to him, and he put his helmet into the chest of the official, and he immediately got kicked out because you're not allowed to make contact with an official. But the official sold it a little bit. Everybody exaggerates contact. Everybody's James Harden in the paint now. And I thought that both of those calls... You just don't see offensive pass interference called a lot. And usually it has to be pretty egregious. And I got to be honest with you. I thought when Michael Gallup got hit, I said, you know what? Maybe this is a new Cowboy team. And then boom, right back to where the Cowboys have been in the past. So I'm disappointed if I'm waking up this morning and I'm a Cowboy because I thought, hey, we're the same team that we already were. You know who looked different? Cam Newton. Uh, I think there are a lot of different storylines that you can dive into. But to me, to me, Cam looked like already a different player. And this is why you just heard us talking about at the end of hour two. This is why Bill Belichick's investment in Cam Newton was so brilliant. If Cam doesn't work out, and already he's got one win. And by the way, I didn't think the Patriots looked looked that good. I watched most of that game. But Cam's already got one win, all right? If by chance Cam isn't that great, let's say he can't keep up the 15 carries, he can't score two rushing touchdowns a game, he's not going to be able to run the ball as frequently or as healthily as he did in his first week. What do the Patriots care? If Cam can't be a playmaker all year, they go to Jared Stidham. And they say, okay, Jared Stidham, are you our guy? And if the answer is no, they go back into the draft. They had a bunch of dudes who start for them normally decide not to play this year. If all of that falls apart for Bill Belichick, he says, you know what? I spent a million dollars on Cam Newton. It didn't work out. It was an investment worth making. But the reason right now why I think it could make a lot of sense is because Cam doesn't have a million dollars at stake. This is why Belichick is such a genius. The New England Patriots have $1 million at stake with Cam Newton. If it doesn't work out in the grand scheme of things, that is nothing. Cam Newton's got seventy-five or $100 million at stake. Why do I say that? Well, because if Cam plays like he played today and continues to get better, 15-19 passing, able to manage the offense, able to look as explosive and dynamic and healthy as he did, he's going to make another seventy-five or $100 million. Somebody is going to sign Cam Newton two-way contract to be their starting quarterback. It might be the New England Patriots. Somebody will say this guy is worth 20 or $25 million at a minimum, 
and they will bring him in to be their guy. He'll get 75 or $100 million more because he's still not that old by quarterback age standards. If it doesn't work out for him, the Patriots go to Jared Stidham. They find out if he's the guy or they're back in the draft. They wasted a million dollars. Cam Newton's career is mostly over because he's not going to be a guy who stands on the sideline and holds the clipboard. He wanted to be an icon, Cam did. And if you win with the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick, you are an icon. So we have one team, the Dallas Cowboys, with a star quarterback in Dak Prescott who looked pretty much the same as they did last year. Couldn't close the deal, couldn't make plays, weren't able to win at winning time. And then you have Cam Newton, who only played two games last year. Didn't look very good at all. The two games that he played looked like a totally different player. That's coaching to a large extent. The Patriots are able to get the best out of every Patriots player. Supremely talented or not. And then they cut the cord and let you go. Tom Brady, speaking of cut the cord. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are going to be looking at each other all season long like somebody who gets divorced looks at somebody else. Both of them are trying to prove that they were the reason for the Patriot dynasty. Week one, who do you have to give the the, the award to? If you have to give an Oscar for lifetime achievement with the New England Patriots, everybody out there saying we're calling Bill Belichick's name. He found a way to get the win with Cam Newton with his new surrounding teammates. Meanwhile, Tom Brady went down to Tampa Bay and his team wasn't ready for the big event, the big game against the New England Patriots. Patriots, uh, i sorry, against the, the New Orleans Saints. Now, remember, the Saints have been together for years. Alvin Kamara has been there working with that team. Taysom Hill, the, 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 the Swiss Army knife of offensive weaponry. Michael Thomas, best receiver in the league. Drew Brees has been working with those guys for years. They have all their wrinkles. They have all their timing. They have everything ironed out and ready to go. Brady's got a lot of weapons. Mike Evans, sore hamstring, made a play, a couple plays. Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard, Cameron Brait, Rob Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette, all of these guys, Ronald Jones, coming together and going to make plays eventually. That's an explosive cadre of talent surrounding Tom Brady, but they're not ready to do it yet. This offense didn't come out and make a ton of great plays. And so when you actually go look at the numbers, Brady wasn't ready yet. Threw the ball 36 times, two picks. Both those picks not very good. It wasn't like it was a tip ball and it wasn't his fault. Both of those were on him. Uh, Just not a lot of dynamicism from that offense yet, despite the fact that you have a lot of dynamic playmakers. And so when you actually look at everything, Michael Evans clearly not 100%. He's going to be, I think, Mike Evans is, really, really good with Brady when his hamstring gets better. But he had the one catch for a touchdown down near the goal line. Otherwise, he was not much of a threat. Godwin, when you can't take, when you can't let Mike Evans be the speed demon, he's not allowed to stretch the field. That changes everything. Hopefully that hamstring will not linger for a long time with him. But without any preseason games, without any ability to play together, it's not really a surprise when you really dive into it the way that they actually perform. So to me, as I am you know, sort of sitting around assessing the three biggest storylines coming out of uh, week one, Cowboys look like the same team. By the way, good physical 
Rams looked like a different team down the stretch. They started to play more tight end sets. They're they're bullying, playing a little bit more bully ball. I would say prior to that with Sean McVay, he sort of had the reputation of being a finesse guy. You didn't get that sense last night. I felt like the Rams kind of bullied the Cowboys around on the line of scrimmage at times. Brady not ready for a final exam yet, early exam. Drew Brees and the Saints win that battle. And the Patriots going up against the Dolphins look like they are ready to make big-time plays. A couple of other big storylines that, to me, stood out in uh, the NFL universe. Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers continue to make throws that nobody else can make. I mean, both of these guys were scintillating, continue to be extraordinary at just placing the football where other people can't do it. Every game, they make a throw or two where your jaw just kind of drops and you say, man, there just aren't very many guys with the talent to make throws that these guys can from the quarterback position. Lamar Jackson, there was a suggestion. Some people were like, hey, disappointing postseason again. Maybe Lamar Jackson's going to come back. Teams will have caught up with him. If that's going to happen, it certainly didn't happen with the Cleveland Browns, who were flat-out atrocious. Drew, uh, Drew Brees long-term success story Baker Mayfield needs to think of himself as Drew Brees instead he's running around he's not reading the field well I have legitimate questions about Baker Mayfield remember everybody went after Freddie Kitchens they said oh now you got a new coach things are going to be a lot better you got two really good running backs behind Baker Mayfield Kareem Hunt uh, and Nick Chubb shouldn't be a lot of stress on him Still got Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry. This should be an offense that can make plays. They can't. They just can't. And they continue to not be able to make plays. And if I am a Browns fan, Browns now 120-1 in their last 22 season openers. If I'm a Browns fan, I'm looking around and saying, what in the world is going on with our franchise? There was so much optimism two years ago when Baker Mayfield made his debut all of last season there was nothing to to suggest that it was justified and that continues now speaking of not justified how about Sam Darnold and the Jets they are bad they are downright bad I continue to believe that Josh Allen makes plays that are extraordinary but also makes plays that are extraordinarily bad he still plays too much like a rookie the Redskins what a great story How about what happened with Ron Rivera? The guy goes in to get an IV at halftime because he's fighting cancer. His team comes back from a 17-0 deficit, takes down Carson Wentz and the Eagles who couldn't block for him. That is ominous indeed. Uh, So many different stories we're going to continue to get into, but among them, as we run through the NFL, Cardinals, Kyler Murray on the road. I told you that I thought the NFC West is the best division in football. How good did Russell Wilson look? How good did Kyler Murray look? We got a uh, ability of Jared Goff to get the win for the Rams in week one. How about the Indianapolis Colts? I want to get into this a little bit. They lost to the Jags. Their coach takes a knee, Frank Wright. I'm going to get into some of the -the off-the-field related incidents a little bit later in this program. Uh, So many different storylines to get into, as well as we're not going to forget college football with you because there were a lot of interesting college football games, and there continues to be a lot of drama surrounding what exactly is going to happen in uh, the Big Ten. I will discuss that this hour as well and give you the absolute latest. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We have had a lot of reactions going on all throughout this program. Appreciate Joel Klatt joining me in hour two. Encourage you to go download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss anything at all if you're just waking up early with us uh, right now. We've been talking a lot about late night game last night between uh, the Cowboys and the Rams. SoFi Stadium, how incredible it looked. Uh, The fact that if you are a Rams or a Chargers fan, you might well owe your victory to the fact that both teams had defensive backs who flopped a little bit and were able to draw offensive pass interference penalties. Uh, we talked about Brady and Breeze, uh, and certainly we talked about how good Cam looked with the New England Patriots. Uh, a couple of other storylines that I thought stood out. We'll get to those in a minute. But first, I want to tell you, again, the latest that I am hearing about the Big Ten. Okay, um, We talked about this some with Joel Klatt in hour two. Uh, the latest I am hearing about the Big Ten is that the presidents and chancellors are going to allow a return to play, uh, that it is going to happen, and that the goal is to start on October 17th, which would theoretically allow everyone to play eight or nine games in the Big Ten schedule, close out with a December 19th Big Ten title game. The next day is December 20th, when theoretically the college football playoff selections would be made. If that were to be able to be done, if that were to be possible, then we would have an incredible turn of events in the Big Ten, and guess who would have been the leader? Nobody would have ever believed this. I know 2020 has been an upside-down year, but would any of you out there who've been listening to OutKick for a while, if you were pinpointing who was going to be the biggest voice for the Big Ten actually taking place in the entire country, would any of you have been like, hey, you know who's going to be the biggest advocate for the Big Ten? Clay Travis. Nobody would have ever predicted that. But I saw this story. I knew Big Ten fans, players, and coaches weren't being treated fairly and that it made zero sense for everybody to be shutting down. I've been in favor more more so than anybody else with a national platform for sports to be taking place There are tons of people out there that maybe some of you follow on Twitter. Maybe some of you watch them on television. Maybe some of you listen to them. You know that there have been a ton of people out there who I call Corona Bros, meaning that they don't believe that anything is possible as long as the coronavirus is out there. And so they have been fully arguing that there's no way we can play sports. Oh, my God, it's terrifying. There's no way kids can be back in school. There's no way colleges can open up. I've been telling you that that is lunacy, that the data doesn't reflect that that's true at all, and it appears that the Big Ten is now circling back around on the same arguments that I've been making for the last five weeks, which were primarily that the Big Ten had no reason to make a decision in early August. The data continues to be such that the coronavirus is now rapidly receding all over the country. Now, I'm not going to claim to be able to predict what November is going to look like or what December or January are going to look like, certainly not in this year of all years. But if you actually look at the data, we are approaching 
the lowest number of patients for COVID nationwide since this outbreak began in March. We are down at the lowest level that we have been at almost since this thing began in March in terms of number of patients that are hospitalized with COVID right now. And that number continues to decline precipitously. I hope it continues to decline even more precipitously over the next month. Who knows for sure what is going to happen. But it is beyond a doubt that things look much better now in September than they did back in early August when the Big Ten made the decision to cancel the season. So what I am being told is they are going to bring back the season. They want to start by October 17th play eight or nine conference games, close on December 19th with a uh, Big Ten title game, and that they have the votes to make that happen. And potentially, it could be either unanimous or close to unanimous to bring back Big Ten sports in the fall. By the way, not just football. All Big Ten sports would theoretically be able to, if they can figure out the schedule, be able to play again. I think you have to give a lot of credit to the players, to the coaches, to the uh, parents, to the fans, to everybody out there in the Big Ten who refuse to accept the answer that we can't play, okay? Some of you out there waking up early because we have a big audience on the West Coast, you're going to be saying, what about the Pac-12? I don't know exactly what the Pac-12 has got going on, but I don't see any way, based on the conversations that I have heard, I don't see any way that the Pac-12 is going to be able to get into the playoff mix. So if they decide to come back and play, they may be playing without any chance at the playoff whatsoever. Now, some of you are kind of laughing right now, and you're like, yeah, so what changed at all? Most of the time, the Pac-12 hasn't been in the playoff anyway. So that is the latest so far as I am being told based on a lot of different private conversations that I have had with people who would know about the absolute latest in the Big Ten. Stay tuned to OutKick.com, our website. We've been updating you better than any media source has out there about the absolute latest with the Big Ten, and I don't see any reason why that is going to change going forward. So uh, if you heard Joel Klatt, he said in hour two of our program, the Big Ten is playing, it's happening. Uh, Joel Klatt, pretty well informed as well. Uh, He calls all of the biggest Big Ten games of the week. And so uh, that was Joel Klatt in hour two. The Big Ten is playing. It's happening. That was Joel breaking down everything going on there. Uh, All right, back to the NFL. A couple of additional stories I want to hit on. Uh, I want to talk a little bit. I know we got a big audience in Indianapolis. And I think of all the teams that played on Sunday, the most disappointing performance to me had to be the Colts. Now, why would you say, some of you are out there like, okay, why would you say the most disappointing performance was the Colts, Clay? Uh, because of the expectation. Expectation coming in with Phillip Rivers being signed and being the quarterback who was going to be a difference maker was that the Colts were, and this is, this is not just my opinion, this is the odds maker opinion, the Colts were favored to win the AFC South. And Phillip Rivers came in and he did basically what he did with the uh, with the Chargers last year. He threw the ball a lot. He posted a decent number of yards, and he also didn't protect the ball, and he threw a couple of bad interceptions. And you got an injury, unfortunately, to your running back in Marlon Mack. You've got otherwise a lot of performances from guys who posted a decent number of yards but weren't able to find a way 
to get the victory. And what would be frustrating to me is if you just look at the data on this game, there's no way that the Colts should have lost. They put up over 200 more yards than the Jacksonville Jaguars. They averaged substantially more yards per play. All right? They had 10 more first downs, but they still found a way to win because they turned the ball over twice and because they just went uh, two for five on their red zone opportunities. Now, Gardner Minshew wasn't revolutionary. He wasn't, like, out of this world. I know there's a lot of Minshew mania last year, but he was pretty good. You know, like, in the grand scheme of things, relative to what we expected to see, Gardner Minshew only threw the ball 20 times, but he had 19 completions, three touchdowns. He was insanely efficient. Even without Leonard Fournette, the Jags found a way to have a little bit of a rush attack. And this was a team that won a game that a lot of you thought they had no business winning. They were an eight-point underdog. This was now the game where the Colts were supposed to demonstrate, hey, we finally got a playmaker in Phillip Rivers who can lead us to a uh, to the promised land. Uh, and now you've got a really tough matchup if you're a Colts fan. The Vikings didn't look very good at all in week one. They had a lot of high expectations there. And now the Vikings get to go up against the Colts, and one of these teams is going to be 0-2, and it's tough to come out of an 0-2 hole. It just is. The difference between being 2-0 and 0-2 in the NFL is far more substantial than you would anticipate in terms of your likelihood to make the playoffs. So what exactly is going on there? Now that's on the field. Off the field. Frank Reich became the only NFL coach. I believe I'm correct in this. Dub, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think he was the only head coach to decide to take a knee. Now, we got a lot of listeners in Indianapolis. We're pretty popular all over the state of Indiana. That is not something that is going to endear Frank Wright to the entirety of the Colts fan base. Some people are going to say, hey, good for you, coach. I'm glad that you decided to take a knee. A lot more people, though, I think in particular in the state of Indiana, are going to say, wow, coach, you decided to become the first NFL head coach to take a knee for the national anthem, and then your team went out and got whipped by arguably the worst team in the NFL, a team that a lot of people believed were trying to tank on the season so they could go draft Trevor Lawrence and certainly all the trades that they have made, whether it's Jalen Ramsey, whether it's cutting Leonard Fournette, whether it's uh, whether it's their pass, rush that, pass rusher that they let go to uh, Minnesota. This is a team that felt like it was letting things go. They also obviously let go with Nick Foles. They didn't feel like a team that was built to try to win a lot of games this year. And you lost a division game in week one. That's something that's going to sting and that's going to linger for the Colts. And now they really are going up against the Vikings in what feels like a must-win game for both of those teams. The other things that that stood out, a couple of other things that stood out in the NFL, how about the DeAndre Swift drop touchdown pass? The Lions collapse. I told you this stat in hour one. I'm sorry to have to belabor it, Lion fans, but 
the Lions are just the fourth team since 2006 to blow a 17-plus point lead entering the fourth quarter. Teams had been 779-3. and That's a 99.6 win percentage in that time span. And then, boom, you end up with a loss like this. That is pretty difficult to leave yourself with. Um, And so as you kind of make your way through this and contemplate all of these different decisions, that is a pretty difficult one to handle. And it just goes to show that certain teams seem to have that culture of losing like the Bears did, like the Bengals did, sorry, like the Lions did, like the Bengals did, where even when you're in a position to win, you just can't find a way to get it done. And frankly, that's what's kind of become the case for the Cowboys. Cowboys won in seven and one score games, just like we saw happen to them again last night. They had an opportunity and they allowed themselves to snag defeat from the jaws of victory. All right, when we come back, I'm going to close out the show, give you a reason for optimism, but also go after one of the -the off-the-field-related things that I saw involving the Baltimore Ravens that probably nobody else is going to talk about. The way they handled the Black National Anthem, uh, left every voice and sing, and the way they handled the United States National Anthem, and I'm going to go after them. Get your popcorn for that. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I said I want to talk about the uh, the Ravens, and I'm hopeful. Let me just say this right off the top. I love football season. I like being able to sit down with you guys every single uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever it is during football season. I even said to Dub, and he knows this, like I thought it was awesome when I sat down and we started talking about what happened in the, Ram- in the Rams-Cowboys games. I said, you know what? I'm excited to have a questionable play call to debate again. Like, just being able to have everybody watching the same game and have everybody have an opinion like, hey, boy, that was a really bad call for the Cowboys. Or if you're the Rams, you're like, what are you talking about? That was clearly pass interference. Or even if you're the Bengals and the Chargers, that game came down to pass interference. You had some questionable pass interference calls in uh, the uh, in the game between the Bucks and the Saints. I think it's good for us to have arguments about officiating calls again because there's a long time in March and April and May and in June we didn't have anything to talk about. We couldn't even get upset about an officiating error because there were no games going on. So it's hard for me to get too worked up about the outcomes right now because I'm so excited just to be able to watch sports again 
and understand the luxury that we all have from being able to get upset about the call that an official makes. All right? Having said all of that, I hope and believe that all of the protests in the NFL, the kneeling, uh, the, uh, the, 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 all of the different aspects of the kneeling, national anthems, and everything else, that story's basically going to die. I hope that that is true. You say, why do you think that that's true, Clay? Because my understanding is CBS, NBC, Fox, and ESPN, they don't want any part of it. Last time we had a kneeling controversy, all these businesses lost hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue because people turned their televisions off. The NFL Thursday night football game, millions less people watched than watched the past few years. I don't know what the numbers are going to reflect from Sunday NFL action, but I know that NBC, CBS, Fox, and ESPN, they don't want to be covering anthem controversies all season long. They want games to happen, and they want people to be entertained, and they want us sitting around arguing about whether or not offensive or defensive pass interference should or should not have been called because that's good for their business. People sitting around arguing about what's happening during the National Anthem, it ain't good for their business. It might be good for Twitter. It might be good for social media business, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, wherever you guys spend Twitter all your time. But it ain't good for the NFL business. And here is what I have to say about the protest in general. I think it's going to die and go away Because I think a lot of people have recognized that this is mostly a show and that it isn't really having any impact. But I got to go after the Baltimore Ravens and several of their players, the majority of the team. What have we heard over and over again? It's It's not disrespectful. That's what people say. It's not disrespectful to kneel for the national anthem. That's what all the Colin Kaepernick stands come out and tell us. If that's true, Why did the Baltimore Ravens stand for Lift Every Voice and Sing, the so-called Black National Anthem? Only two players kneeled on the entire Baltimore Ravens team. Yet, a huge percentage of Baltimore Raven players kneeled for the American National Anthem. Okay? If it's not disrespectful... Why wouldn't you do the same thing during both anthems? If you're going to stand for lift every voice and sing, why wouldn't you also stand for the national anthem itself? And if you're going to kneel for one, why wouldn't you kneel for the other? Your logic here should be the same for both. You can't stand for one and kneel for the other one without, to me, checkmating yourself and making it clear that your intent is to disrespect one compared to the other. If it's respectful to kneel, I can't find a single person who can make a compelling argument to me for why kneeling for the national anthem is not disrespectful when you're standing for the black national anthem. Incredibly, this to me seems like a clear indication of sports 
disuniting us instead of uniting us. And of sports being divisive instead of it being something that is of a unifying nature. And since so many people are listening to us right now on the West Coast, I want to ask you this question. I saw videos very disturbing over the weekend. Two Los Angeles Police Department employees were shot, ambushed, not involved in any kind of uh, any kind of physical alter- altercation in any way. A man in Compton just walked right up and shot those two LA police officers. Do you know what I've seen from leagues, from players, from all these people who claim that they care about life and justice? Not one word. Nobody is talking about those two police officers who got shot. Nobody in the world of athletics is calling out the shooter or demanding justice for those police officers. What I would argue to them is, that's certainly hypocritical of you, and also I want you to think about this. Are you looking at the data since you started your protest? Shootings are up massively. Murders are up massively. People who are innocent are being killed in a regular basis in our cities, and police officers who are doing absolutely nothing wrong at all are getting shot as well. I think there's a strong argument that athletes are actually making things more dangerous for police and for the people that police try to protect. They're creating more animus, more discord, more distrust, which is creating more dangerous situations. Think about what your actions are actually managing and also think about the consistency of your messaging when none of you are speaking out about these two police officers that just got shot and when some of you are standing for one anthem and kneeling for another. I'm Clay Travis. This has been OutKick. We'll be back rolling with you tomorrow on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.